welcome back to Girl Boss Podcast. You're listening to episode number two. My name is Debbie and I'll be taking you through this today's episode. So um, I posted an Instagram story asking for topics that you guys wanted me to cover. So the most popular topic was starting a business and a lot of people had questions about service-based businesses and where you would see your client one-on-one, deal with them on a one-to-one basis or a, and then of course a e-commerce which is online sales based business um, where you sell products and you basically are starting a brand um, so I am going to dive right in um, start off with uh, talking about the differences and basically what you need to know um, in my opinion about first of all a service-based business and the differences between um, starting a product-based business um, if it is something that you are actually developing by yourself so if you are or have any concerns or questions or you've just started a business then this podcast is perfect for you um, we hope you enjoy let's get into it all right so we're going to start off with some real talk so business is hard business is really really difficult it's much harder than being employed it is a risk and it will require some financial input so it is something that you really should want to do it's something that you should want to be consistent doing Um, it's something that you need to believe in and that can be whether it is a service or a product Um, generally what happens is people get inspired and look at somebody else's life and think I want to do that and really haven't actually done their research on what that actually entails what it involves and it's definitely good to be optimistic and and entrepreneurial and have that belief system that is literally how you get from A to B but you also need to be coachable you need to actually discipline yourself to learn and to know how to market research because there's a lot of things that look shiny, great, fun, exciting, better than what you've currently got. Um, You know, when you look online, especially with social media now, everyone has a business, everyone has a brand, everyone's launching something. And um, that's actually really amazing. That's inspiring. And that pushes us to the next level and pushes us to think beyond just like what we do today and what we do now and things and that's actually amazing but there's also like the the people that see that jump right in and then get stuck and it really is something that like business itself is something that you actually gotta really know a little bit about like even if that means that you need to take a year just to really work underneath somebody that has really launched successful brands or companies and do that for very little, um, helping them out, learning from them, asking for advice, going along to meetings, things like that. That's basically how I got started. I actually tried a number of service businesses and I did a few drops and things and they were all actually good. Like I always got clients, but for some reason I knew that it was never going to go to that next level. And I was really unsure about like what it was that I needed to do to get to that next level. Like how do you, yeah, you can start on launch day. You're always going to have a little bit more hype and things like that. And I'm sure a lot of you have experienced that. If not, that's completely normal. Also, it's not always going to be a big launch, but 
a lot of the time there's going to be a little bit more eyes and traffic than what's going to be the day after and the day after and the week after that. But in saying that, um, yeah, business like is something that you really actually have to spend a considerable amount of time either reading about, listening to podcasts about and actually just understanding, okay, this is actually going to take some sort of planning, consideration, investment, input. Market research is just like honestly key. Like just because you might want to do, let's say you're in a place where everybody has lash extensions or hair extensions and you see everybody getting them. So you're like, I could do that. I really would love to do that. So I'm going to just go and start a business, get a course and like start my own business. Like that is perfectly fine. That actually makes sense. But then if you don't know what your competition or who, how many people in your area are offering that from a service perspective, you really don't know what you're going up against because these people you got to remember already have a client base that already have, um, you know, they already have started and you're just jumping in thinking that everyone's suddenly going to run to you because you know, you're good at what you do. You, you know, you think you're the best and that might be true, but what it does take when it comes to service is time because you need to build that reputation up and you need to actually connect and show people that what you offer is better than everybody else in that area and that just takes time so when you're not getting the traction that you want or you're struggling or you're not making enough money or you're not growing and you don't have any money to put into it to get any exposure like it's generally because you haven't taken that time to really identify what you need to do in order to push through those barriers because yes launching is important yes going for stuff is key yes it's great to get started and just go for it. I think that's an awesome mentality. But at the same time, if you're somebody that struggles to cope with things afterwards, when things are not going so great, and things are not as exciting, and reality kicks in, then that is where people end up failing. And that's why most people go out of business after one year. So that is from a service aspect. That's a really, really simple example of just market research, knowing how many people are offering what you want to offer, understanding what it's going to take supplies wise do you need to pay rent somewhere are you going to do it from home like you need to know you need to have a business plan and if you don't know how to make a business plan you literally have to hire someone to help you because you need to know what you're going to do at each and every stage so there's launch there's a week after launch there's everything you need to know what you're going to do in order to grow and you need to believe in that plan and be able to execute it because If you have a plan and you're just unable to follow through with what's on the plan, then there's no point of the plan. Whereas if you have a really good plan that works for you and you believe it and you see yourself actually being able to implement the steps on that plan, then you're going to be all good. Yeah, it will take time, but because you know what you're doing, you'll actually see a way out of like any difficulties that might arise. So that is basically number one. That's for services. Number two is reputation building. So a lot of people look at really successful trainers and people that are doing great in their industry, other hairdressers that are doing amazing, people that just seem to be absolutely killing it. And they're killing it because basically they've got a good reputation. They've got repeat business and they're actually putting themselves out there 
constantly. They're educating themselves, they're innovating their service, they're making it better, they're constantly working on it and people actually notice that. So consistency is definitely key when it comes to um, your service because you really need to expand your services. If people want more, you need to listen to your customers and try to get more for them because that is what's going to help you retain customers and Honestly, you don't want to be one of those service businesses that is constantly having to put up offers on grab one just to get new customers through because you cannot keep the ones that walk through that door. The the building blocks of a service-based business is to constantly have repeat business and keep building and growing steadily. Um, and you do need to, it's not 100% essential, but you definitely need to have a presence online. You need to have either all your social media is up and running like Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, um, things like that and showcase what you do um, so that people know what you offer and what you're about and so that you can connect with your community as well. That's so important because people want to know who they're going to. And two, people want to see like direct customer feedback. So people tagging you and people raving about your services and showing off what they've got from you. Um, it's so such an organic way for other people to then actually go ahead and feel confident booking. So an online presence is key. And I hope nobody here listening does not have a, uh, an online presence. Like, just don't say that. Um, three, I wanted to talk about websites and services. So a website is, I would say it is essential, but I do know businesses that are thriving without it. So it really is up to you on like on on what you want to, where you want to go with your business. Generally, the services that um don't have a website that I am aware of, that are doing really well. Um, they just want to be one on one with their clients. They don't want to grow any any more than what they are, and they're just at that stage where they just want the business that they have, and they just want to continue working with their clients. So they're probably like not a new business more. So like a business that just wants to do what it's doing and stay where it where it's at and yeah, not take on staff and things like that. However, if you are starting a service-based business and you are taking it really seriously and you know you want to come up under keywords and SEO and you wanna um yeah, really have like a professional presence, like it's almost like a storefront but online. So your website would be, a website would be an ideal way to uh, do that. So websites are pretty good because um, social media can be a little bit tough when it comes to um, brand uh, marketing now. It's starting to get really expensive, but um, organic rankings on, um, on websites and things like that are really, really good. And it's so interesting that like so many products, um, are yeah definitely like all product-based businesses basically sell um their products through a website but if you google like your industry and like hairdresser or uh personal training and things like that very few people have uh yeah highly ranked website and um that's just like something to take hold of because honestly if you can just get you in your area and the surrounding suburbs found you're going to be you know, ranking there. So you want to make sure that you capitalize where you can, because um, if you're one of the only people doing it, then you're going to be coming up when people are new to the area or have just moved recently and they're looking for a trainer in, I don't know, the area that you happen to train in and your website looks like a great match for them. 
and you've got good options for them, um, they're going to make an inquiry. And from there, it's up to you to convert that lead. So it's just constant leads. And that's what you're, you're wanting to aim for until you hit capacity. And then you make new plans on what you want to do. So service-based business is 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 different to a product-based business you can pretty much start as soon as you are experienced enough to start and you feel like what you're offering is worth paying for and you're also going to hold yourself accountable to continuously make that service better whether it's by educating yourself or hiring you know more qualified staff and yeah kind of growing that way so there's a ton of things and a ton of books that you can read and things that you can learn courses you can do all of that just to make yourself more valuable to your client. But 100%, I would be looking at those avenues. And um, yeah, I'm, again, being patient is one of the main things that you want to focus on because reputation building takes time. Like it's going to have, you're going to have to go through a lot of clients and keep them happy and really just give your all to them to actually make that business work. Because if you're doing it, like, and you've decided that this is where you want to go and this is what you want to do for life, then you want to make sure that people are raving about you in the places that you offer. Okay, and then we have the e-commerce-based businesses, starting a brand, um, selling products. Now, um, there are two kinds. There's probably a million kinds. We're going to talk about two popular kinds of products that you can sell Today, a lot of them are ebooks, online training programs, online courses, online education, things like that, downloadable PDFs that, you know, fill the customer on the other end with knowledge. These are very uh, lucrative business models because for once they're done and they're perfected and they're reaching enough people that are within the target market and they're getting some traction, Get it, starting to get some good reviews, you're pretty much solid. Um, that is very minimal work after a period of time. Once you get yourself out there, you can really, really, really maximize on um, on that. Um, another thing with it is that you don't really have any returns, which is pretty amazing because uh, it's an e- ebook or whatever. It's people like I mean, you really need to be one of those just. <laughs> Um, want to refund an ebook or a PDF. So it is very different to starting, let's say, a clothing brand or a cosmetic brand or a hair care brand. People have all sorts of issues when it comes to products. Shipping is also another um, thing that people don't consider. The logistics and operations of a company, uh, winging that on your own um, and trying to t- like to reach a global audience is like is quite tricky there are a lot of things that people don't really know about again because of market research and basic education around business and knowing what it takes to actually build a global business from online yes you reach your audience yes you get sales but then you got to understand like that shipping warehouses and things like that you need to you really need to factor in those costs so that you know you're not going to be in like creating a brand or a business and losing money so yeah there's two types of there's probably a lot of types of models but those are very popular types so people that do have a successful um ebook or um a successful training platform and things like that even a successful app like there's somebody that i know that has quite a successful app and the downloads and things like that um really are such a, a, a lucrative model because 
yeah, as soon as that person downloads and pays, that is revenue for, um, yeah, for that person that's developed it. So, um, again, look, these things, if they are high quality, they do take, you know, quite a lot, a lot to build as well. An app is usually 50K to a couple of hundred K um, to build. And that really just depends on how, on how um, in-depth that app is, who's developing it and things like that. But yeah, they are pretty expensive to do. So obviously that would be an investment, but you would be getting a return on that qu- pretty quickly. And yeah, once again, uh, like I said, it's downloaded. It isn't like people are going to be returning it. Y- you know, you can continue continuously, continuously develop that app and or that ebook or that PDF or make new ones and things like that. And yeah, you can really just cane it pretty much in that space because again, yeah, you're not shipping it anywhere. You don't have a warehouse that you need to put it in. You, it, it is a product and it is valuable, but it's, it is a really, really lucrative model to um, start with. But again, you're going to have to market that as well if you don't already have a social media platform. Nine out of 10 times the eBooks and things and the online coaching um, models and things that are pretty lucrative are already built and marketed on a platform that's already um, generating a lot of traction and um, usually people that generate a lot of traction are also connected to other people with a lot of traction that adds more traction to them and it's kind of like a domino effect and it just kind of grows so there that's a very um, you know it's it, it's obviously realistic because like it's things we can observe and we can watch on social media but if you're just somebody actually starting from zero and you're wanting to develop something like that you will need a budget you will need to provide a lot of freebies so that people can actually go try out your whatever you're offering whether it's education and programs and you're going to have to give them out for free like it's not like that's just like how you're going to have to do it and um you're going to have to get people's feedback on that and if they're positive you can then go ahead and use them as reviews um and you know things like that and just start small and just keep chipping away at it but yeah once you get that up and going it's definitely a pretty good business model but yeah again all that copywriting and all of that has to be perfect in it um so you probably would need to if you're not already a copywriter uh hire someone to do that um there's good services not amazing services on fiverr it's a pretty much a site that has a ton of freelancers there's actually quite good freelancers on there these days that can do artwork for you um uh i'm not sure about photography and things like that because i'm pretty sure you'd have to um do all your videos and photos locally but um yeah you can get copywriting and um logos and branding and things like that um done at a more affordable rate so that goes for any business um if you can't afford anyone locally that all does cost things and yeah I would recommend getting somebody else to do that because you really need to focus on um, owning the business not operating every single part of it because that is just too much for one person and it really takes the creativity and where the business might go and how well it might do away so that's another tip and lastly we're going to talk about products and e-commerce so basically there is a lot of people launching a lot of things and it looks amazing and they're traveling everywhere and they're doing all sorts and it's great. A lot of people actually are doing really, really well. And like, let me tell you, a product can go 
viral pretty quickly if it is a good product if it's you know innovative if it's good if it's yeah if it's just a new um and it's different and you know you've really you know captivated your right audience from the get-go then you can actually do pretty well pretty fast so um there is that possibility but also there is uh the reality where um a product business is something where you have to uh create and build and go back and forth um there's a lot of things that take a lot of money and a lot of time when it comes to a product so obviously different products are going to cost um you know a different amount like it's different if you're buying lashes and you're creating a lash versus if you are creating a beauty tech or if you're creating an activewear brand you know all of those are going to cost a lot of they're all going to cost different prices when you start off but whatever way you're going to end up having to find manufacturers um get it made go back and forth have samples sent to you there is a big process in this um you know you're also going to have to factor in warehousing where is that going to go are you going to have your warehouse at home for a while and then you know after a while move into another warehouse or do you actually need to start off with a warehouse from the get-go and have people managing that and things and you know are you going to ship worldwide um because if you don't have uh operations around the world where you can uh service people at an affordable rate then that's a real um it's a real like how would you put it um barrier for the customer if a customer has to pay a lot for shipping they are going to be uh, probably 50% less likely to buy your product even if they really want it because people just don't see value in a product being shipped to them even if they really want it they will go elsewhere to another brand that is in their eyes as just as good um it might not be the same as your brand but yeah people are just not wanting to spend extra money and that's fair enough none of us want to do that so when you're factoring in things like that you need to make sure you're thinking about you and not i mean you're thinking about your customers not you um sometimes you're going to have to take a hit for that at the beginning you have to offer a good shipping rate and you have to offer um you know express postage and things like that because people hate waiting for things and the market is too competitive with products now to be asking people to yeah spend a lot of money on shipping and then customs and things like that you need to have all of that crossed and checked off before your business launches because people don't feel sorry for people in business they don't factor in that you're new people just don't think that way like they actually don't and that's the problem because there are so many new brands out there begging people to understand where they're coming from but like you know you're the one that wanted to make the business so you got to take accountability on that and you have to take the risk um and the also the financial cut um that's you know required to service your customers correctly um there is also things that you need to learn how to implement um that makes buying for the customer easier like afterpay or if you're in the UK clearpay or things like that partially is another thing that you can do it's not that good but yeah it's pretty much easier to approve than um than the afterpay and that for the for the start um if you're brand new um but yeah you do need to think about all of those things and then of course there's web design you need to think about copywriting on your website you know is it something that you know, it needs a little bit of copy, but you need it to be done professionally. You need to have a copywriter. 
your images, you need to have a photographer, you need to have good images, your branding, you need to obviously have a designer or somebody that can help you. Like some people will be in a different situation where they know people that can do these things for them. They might have a husband that's a web designer and can do a million things for them and, you know, they're a team and that's such a different scenario. Like, but this podcast is actually for people that are pretty much on their own and have minimal money and, you know, have an idea and they don't know whether they should implement it or not. Like, you know, it's about choosing a business model that's right for you and knowing, you know, okay, these are actually the facts of like what is required. And um, if, you know, you're not aware of them and somebody doesn't simplify them for you, then you're just going to be stuck like after a month or two in and you're going to put all this money in and then you're not going to have any way to sell your products. So the the key is like to, yeah, like as well, it's really good to, if you're thinking about a a product, like to do some, again, market research, like kind of trial it first. So you can see, okay, does it get traction when it's online? How do you do that? You obviously post on your own platforms, like just see whether people like the actual products or not. Just because you like something doesn't mean that like it's going to go like crazy through the roof. It really has to be like what's relevant to a, a large group of people in order for you to service them. So um, yeah, people are most important. It's not always your idea, but obviously you have to love your products and believe in them and things like that. But mostly like if you're creating a brand or a business, it's got to be about what other people think. It's not about you loving something. It's not about what you can afford. It's like, this has to be really good, good enough for people to actually pick out, pick their card up and input their details and buy it. So that is important. The, um, the other thing with products is it is a very tough competitive market, pretty much across the board. Like products are, extremely like they're everywhere everyone's selling a product and yeah I mean people definitely gain a lot of traction and things like that but you really do have to have a solid like foundation um, of experience to really like get a brand up and running it really does take more than targeting a few influencers and doing a few google ads or facebook ads like you really have to be well and truly prepared to put this thing everywhere you can and get as many people using it or trying it on or whatever it might be as possible. Literally don't be as selective as you think you need to be. You need to just get it out there and you really need to ask people that are in your target market that are not in your target market. Just an overall big view of like what people think so that you can really, um, you know, like you can forecast your stock amounts, you can things like that. And, you know, you need to, yeah, you need to try and like factor in all of those things. So, yeah. So those are like the three main ones that I wanted to talk about today. Um, just give you guys some real insight into like the differences and like how some things can probably grow a little bit quicker with um, minimal investment, such as an ebook or a service. And then um, how things can like, such as products, which is probably uh, it's kind of hard to say what the toughest industry is. I feel like all of them are really tough because it's always different for each individual business, but those are really popular business models that people are interested in. Um, and those are really just like the very basics um, of what you you might need to consider. So um, yeah, we're going to go... <laughs>
Okay, so that was episode number two. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Um, please do connect with me, share this on your story on Instagram or Facebook or whatever platforms you like to use if you found that this helped because it will motivate me to continue making um, valuable podcasts like this. And of course, as well, for 2020, we do have some amazing guests lined up. So please do support the podcast if you do like it. Um, feel free to check me out on Instagram at Debbie underscore Sugru. And I also have a fitness Instagram where I document my fitness journey. Um, and that is at Debbie on Debbie Sugru too. So um, yeah, if you guys liked it, then please do provide me some feedback direct. Let me know what you want in the next episode and I'll be back next week. Also, I hope you guys all have a safe Christmas. Um, I think we're only a couple of like a week out now. So coming to the end of the year. So yeah, it's definitely a good time to start planning for 2020 now. So um, yeah, if I don't upload before then, I hope you all have a great day um, and an amazing Christmas and New Year. And I'll be back in 2020 with uh, some hopefully great podcasts. And yeah, I will chat to you all then. Thanks for listening.